So today we're looking at chapter four of Acts, and we're just going to go through the first 22 verses because uh, this is this is such a rich chapter, and I want to make sure we spend time in both sections to to really do it justice. Yesterday, we read that Peter and John had healed this lame man who had been, uh, we find out in this chapter, he was 40 years old when this happened. So he'd been lame for 40 years, and now uh, everybody is seeing him, <clears throat> excuse me, run around inside the church, outside the church. Everybody's seeing this guy running around. Nobody can deny that this guy is walking when just a few minutes before he was lame. And um, and so the story progresses today where the religious leaders have now picked up that, on this. They've seen this guy running around. They've seen uh, the response to... Uh, to his running around and now Peter in chapter three doing kind of an impromptu sermon and and you can you can kind of feel the tension rising. And so these religious leaders immediately react to quell this spread of of what Peter and John are teaching. And and so um, kind of as, as a side note, in this case the religious leaders were the Sadducees. Um, and there were various and I'm air quoting here, religious leaders that we see mentioned in the New Testament. So when you hear religious leaders, you just don't know. There's the Sadducees, there's the Pharisees, um, the Essenes. And, and, and generally, it's the Sadducees and the Pharisees that we're talking about. Um, so uh, in this case, it was the Sadducees. And, and these were some of the most intelligent people in, in the world. Um, these were highly educated, highly intelligent people who were able to read and to write and um, and what we notice is they don't refute what they're seeing. Think about that for a second. They see this guy running around. There's no there's no argument like no he's not running. We're all hallucinating. There's none of that. And likewise, when they press Peter and John about what's happening, Peter and John don't pull any punches. They just tell the Pharisees, you know, uh, you killed Jesus, and the Pharisees certainly didn't forget that. And Peter and John are, uh, are, are telling them that we saw him and we spent time with him after he came back from the grave. And why in the world, why in the world, think about this, would some of the most intelligent people who could read and could write and had a reason to read and write if they, if they knew that Peter and John were lying, why would they not go on the record and set the record straight? Think about that. That one of the most compelling arguments for the validity of the gospels is the fact that the people who had the highest motivation to shut this whole thing down and the education and the resources to produce manuscripts to refute this, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. Peter and John didn't pull any punches. They told the religious leaders here in the first 22 verses, they told them what they saw. And the only thing the religious leaders are seeking to do is, is maintain their power and control. And this is this right here exposes the tension, the motivation behind the tension that we see all throughout the New Testament, that the leaders didn't want to shut this thing down because uh, they didn't think it was true. They wanted to shut this down because what they wanted most was control. So today, in reading these first 22 verses, I'm reminded of two things. One, I don't need to be scared as a Christian of the truth. The truth is on my side. I'm not. I don't need to kind of keep one eye on the Bible and one eye on science and be worried that something's going to come up, you know, come out in science that's going to refute 
everything that I believe. No, um, I, I don't need to be scared of that. Um, what I what I have is a very simple message that a man died, he raised from the grave, and he appeared to hundreds of people. And um, and because of that, I can have I can have salvation based on that belief. That is not really that fantastic of a of a of a belief when you go back and you look at all the things that these guys have been through to declare that truth. So I don't have to be scared of the truth. Um, and on top of that, the second thing that it reminds me of is I've got to monitor my motivation. I've got to be careful that I don't get um, power hungry and control hungry like these Pharisees and Sadducees did because they missed an opportunity. Um, they missed an amazing opportunity because all they cared about was power and control. So I can't, I can't let that happen to me as well.